Hello, and welcome to this very first introductory episode of the Twilight Zone Club podcast. I am Sharon Hawkinson, and I will be your discussion leader throughout this entire series. This episode is dated February 15th, 2007, and I would like to welcome everybody to this podcast. I'm hoping that it will really take off and get off the ground become highly interactive, where the listeners will provide their comments, feedback, uh, any fun facts that they would have. And later on in the podcast, I will put up our, uh, mention our email and, um, and our website. What we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to take each episode of The Twilight Zone and uh, discuss the finer points and come up with some questions and, and just, uh, you know, have a nice discussion about that episode of the Twilight Zone. And we're going to start out with season one and go all the way through season five. Right now, we'll just concern ourselves with the Rod Serling classics because that is the ones that are the most memorable. There were actually a couple of remakes. One was done in the the 80s and was on for a couple of seasons. And then there was a remake that was done a few years ago and only lasted about one season. And then uh, I, I don't think it really took off well. Uh, nothing can stand up to the the classics. That is That is definitely for certain. Podcasting is a new avenue for me, and I'm kind of doing this off the cuff, and so if you hear a lot of ums and ands and and that, uh, that is just what I do. I want this to be very informal, and um, I think we have a little bit more fun that way. Right now, I'll just introduce the series and let you know what we're going to be discussing in our next episode, and I'll I'll have some questions of, of thought for you to think about. In our next episode, we'll go ahead and take the very first episode of The Twilight Zone called Where Is Everybody? And that was actually the premiere episode. It wasn't really grouped into season one technically, but on the DVD sets it is, which I'll go into a little bit more detail about that. There will be a variety of resources which I'll use. One nifty little book that I enjoy is called The Twilight Zone Companion by Mark Scott Zykri. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I, I tend to butcher names sometimes. But you can purchase that book through Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble or any place else that sells books. But it's a, it's a really nice little resource to have for the diehard Twilight Zone fan and even somebody who is actually just getting into the show. You can also purchase the DVD sets of the Twilight Zone at Amazon.com or any place else that sells DVDs such as Best Buy or sometimes you can even find them at Walmart. Don't count on going uh, someplace and you know finding it because sometimes... Uh, places don't carry everything. So I like to order my things online and then that way I know that I'm going to get them. There were actually two sets of The Twilight Zone put out on DVD and one set didn't have the episodes in order. They kind of seemed to have them by theme. But then there was another set that was put out which um, they did group them by seasons, one through five. These sets are called The Twilight Zone, The Definitive Collection. Excuse me, I apologize for tripping up all over myself here. I really like those because it, you know, definitely has the shows in order and you can, you know, watch them season by season if you like. I do have both sets on DVD uh, because I actually, uh, my husband actually bought me the whole first set a few years ago. And then when these others came out, I snapped them up in a hurry because I kind of like having my seasons in order. Well, some questions for thought. The first question is, how long have you been a Twilight Zone fan? And I will go ahead and answer these questions because, you know, because we're brand new. We don't have any subscribers yet, but hopefully that will change. I have been a Twilight Zone fan for approximately about 12 or 13 years. 
Uh, maybe even before that. I actually saw my very first episode when I was, oh, about nine. And I believe it was called Number 12 Looks, like, Looks Just Like You. And um, these episodes were in syndication. Uh, but this was, you know, quite a long time ago. This was over 20 years ago. And, and I'm not going to say my age on the air. <laughs> but um, it'll just tell you how long these episodes have been around from 1959 through 1964. And then I, I kind of forgot about the show until I had seen some of the episodes on the USA Network when I was a teenager and um, really um, didn't know much about the show, just s saw an episode here and there, and I liked it. You know, didn't know what any of it was called or anything. When my husband and I got married when I was a junior in college, I kind of had a, a hectic life. I would actually um, stay down and at the university in the dorms and then come home on the weekends and it was about a two and a half hour drive for us. He would always come and pick me up and then um, take me back to school in time for my eight o'clock class Monday morning and so getting up at four o'clock was not a good thing but I digress. When uh, the USA Network had des had decided not to air the Twilight Zone anymore and when the um, sci-fi channel took them over they had a big Twilight Zone episode marathon and when I was home for one of my um, sojourn weekend sojourns <laughs> um i just i turned it on and i was hooked and this was actually the first time i had seen some of the episodes and um and ever since they had aired them on the uh, the sci-fi channel i always took the time out to watch them uh, and i have been a diehard fan ever since the second question is what got you into the twilight zone was there somebody who was influential in doing that and again, I answered this question in my previous um, answer. I had just found it accidentally when um, I was flipping through the channels to find something good on TV for a weekend. Sometimes that is really hard to do over a weekend. But I did find this Twilight Zone marathon, and that occupied pretty much a lot of my time that weekend. The next question is, what is your favorite Twilight Zone episode and why? And oh, that is such a hard one because there are so many. Um, there are actually five seasons in this series and there were just so many of them that were really good. But a couple of them that I can mention that really stuck out to me was um, The Eye of the Beholder, which uh, was about a woman who had gone in for a series of operations because she didn't look um, like what the state, the government, wanted people to look like. This took place, I think, in a future time, and um, so in order for her to blend into society, she needed some treatment in order to alter her appearance. And so she was swathed in bandages the whole time in this episode, and so she, you know, she, she becomes highly upset at the way things were going. When the bandages were taken off, the scissors were thrown on the floor, and uh, the doctor said, no change. And then we get a good look of, at what everybody looked like. The woman who had undergone the surgeries, the treatments, actually looked like what a human being would look like. But the others uh, were very, uh, what we would call grotesque in appearance. And so the theme of it is, you know, as beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and there is really no guidelines on as far as what is normal. It's what society dictates. But that is one episode that stuck out with me. Another episode that caught my attention was number 12, Looks Just Like You, I believe is what that one is called. Again, this one has to do with, with looks. Uh, this takes place in a future time where getting a complete overhaul is the thing to do by the time you are 18 years old. <laughs> there are actually different um, images that uh, you can 
pick out to have your body transformed into. And so everybody does it. It's, you know, the, the thing to do. And if you don't do it, then you're scorned, you're looked down upon, you're looked down upon as being completely crazy. The main character in this episode did not want to undergo the transformation because then she would look like everybody else. Uh, personally, <laughs> um, I would love to go undergo a complete overhaul, but, um, you know, but it wouldn't look, it wouldn't be good to look exactly like everybody else, but, um, still a complete overhaul would actually be nice. I think all women pretty much would, uh, would like to do that. There are certain things that they would like to have changed on their bodies, but, um, that's neither here nor there. What is your least favorite Twilight Zone episode and why? There are actually a couple of episodes that I really didn't like, that I didn't really get into. One was Mr. Denton on Doomsday, and, you know, I, I really don't know why. I, it, it just didn't strike me as something that I, you know, could get into. I just couldn't get into it. It just didn't, um, it just didn't strike me as, um, as a good episode or one that, um, you know, really did anything for me. Another one is, I believe it's called The Old Man in the Cave. And again, that was just another one that didn't quite catch my attention. It just, I, I just kind of found my mind wandering. I just couldn't concentrate on it. It just, I think there are those in, in every TV show that even though we are diehard fans, there are just a couple of episodes that just didn't quite grab us. And those are two that just didn't grab me at all. The next question is, what Twilight Zone episode creeped you out the most? because actually the show is very creepy. <laughs> and I would have to say the one that creeped me out was Little Girl Lost. This was the one about the little girl who accidentally fell, rolled into another dimension um, when she fell out of bed and rolled underneath her bed. And her, her parents and their um, physicist friend had to make a door into this dimension to go and pull her out. You could actually hear the little girl crying right next to you. The parents could hear her next to them, and but they, they couldn't reach her. You know, she wasn't there. To me, that would just be so scary. I mean, when if I were to get up out of bed in the middle of the night and, and not find my daughter in bed and, and crying next to me, I would definitely be freaking out. And the music that was played in that one, you know, definitely added a lot to the, um, the atmosphere of the story. I would have to say that is definitely the one that, that really, really, really got me. Just a few notes here before we sign off. You can visit our website at www.twilightzoneclub.blogspot.com. I'll give that to you again. It's www.twilightzoneclub.blogspot.com. And this is where you can find our show notes and the questions that I asked during the podcast and what we'll be talking about next time. You can email me the answers, any feed, the answers to your questions, any feedback, uh, any comments that you'd like to make at Sweet Nightingale US at yahoo.com. That's S W E E T N I G H T I N G A L E US. So that's Sweet Nightingale US at yahoo.com. And I look forward to seeing you next time in our next episode where we will discuss where is everybody. This is Sharon Hawkinson wishing everybody. A happy and safe week. Goodbye for now.